0: coming up on today's episode strap in because you're in for a wild ride we unveil our bold predictions for all 32 nhl teams this upcoming season hello everybody recording live from somewhere What's good and welcome to another episode of Skates and Plates on the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm your host Brandon Rewicki. You can follow me on Twitter at Brandon underscore Rewicki or the podcast at Skates Plates Pod. Alright, let's get right into it here. No trivia, no banter, no back and forth. It's just prediction time, the bold version at least. Maybe the more so legitimate predictions will happen a little bit closer to the start of the season. But this is, this is the beauty episode right here. So we're not going to waste any time. Let's just jump right on in. CJOB's Tyson Rewicki with us once again. How we doing today, Tyson, on the eve, the beginning of this most sacred episode? I'm fired up. I'm fired up. My, my fingers have been burning all, all night typing out my predictions. I'm, I'm just ready to roll. <laughs> You know we should do just before we get started, we should rename these the Eli Tolvanen bold NHL predictions. <laughs> for those that didn't catch last year, it was last year, I think, right? I think for those that didn't ago. catch two I years. It was, okay, out okay. over make makes it, it better. Works. Yeah. But Tyson made the boldest of all predictions that Eli Tolvenin would score 40 goals in a single season, not his entire career, but a single season. And uh yeah, it didn't quite come to fruition. So we'll see if we uh nail any of these by the time the season comes to an end. Um but again, we we, we I think we legitimately think these are going to happen, right? Like it's not just bold for the sake of bold. It's like we're going to you know, like we're going to up the ante a little bit, but we still think there's at least some decent chance of these things happening, correct? Yeah, it's like picking I mean, it's like picking Lamar Jackson to win MVP. Right, like it's not it's it's not like the sexy or the the favorite pick or anything, but you know, like it's it could happen. That's what I wanted to do. I just wanted to. It literally did happen, Tyson. Yes, it's, it's true. But like in recent years, in recent years. All right. Well, let's get into it then. Without further ado, we'll start A to well, not A to Z, but A to WPG. You know, thankfully, alphabetical order kind of works out perfectly for us here because. Well, will end things off with our Winnipeg Jets bold prediction. I don't mind last year, Tyson, did not happen at all <laughs> because I think it was last year's at least. I know one of them was, I, I, it might have been last year's, I said Ehlers, but I also did say either this year or last that Neil Pionk would be an all-star for the Jets and uh, ooh. You is correct there. Yeah, I'm not going to go down that route this time around. So we'll see if we have any more success. Although you did nail, I think the Jets won a year or two ago, saying Paul Maurice would no longer be the coach by midseason. And that's exactly what happened. So Tolvanen, Winnipeg Jets, a little bit better track record there. But let's start things off, Tyson, with numero uno, the Anaheim Ducks. And for me, just I mean, it's a pretty juicy one, but I'm going to say that for Anaheim, Trevor Zegras will be the third best center on the Ducks by the time the season comes Ooh, to an end. That's interesting. Mason like McTavish and Leo Carlson will overtake him, and we'll see Zegras out on the wing permanently. That's that's a that's a spicy one, and I I do enjoy that one. I I'm going to keep. In the same area, a little bit, but I'm gonna go with Leo Carlson, and I'm gonna say Leo Carlson has a better season point wise than Fantilli and Connor Bedard, and I'm gonna say he finishes in the top three in rookie scoring, just because i I like the I like the, their their power play and him getting he's gonna be getting chances, and with Connor Bedard, I just I will see when he get to my Chicago pick, and I'm a huge Connor Bedard fan. But I just wonder about that outside help for him. So I'm going to say Leo Carlson, better rookie season than the, than the top other two top techs in the draft. Interesting. Okay, okay. I like it. Good start. We're kind of just easing in here, but I'm, I can get down with both of those. How about the Arizona Coyotes, Tyson? Is yours a um, location-based bowl prediction? No, because I did that a couple... I think I've done that almost two years in a row now. (laughs) So I'm going to switch it up because that's just inevitable at this point. And I'm going to say Logan Cooley wins the Calder Trophy. Ooh, okay. Yes, that certainly counts. Um, I'm going to go (laughs) location-based. But I'm going to say that the Coyotes stay in Arizona. Wow, Not this year, but another year and another year. And another year after that, Bevin will not let his baby die. It's gonna be infuriating, but they uh they aren't going anywhere anytime soon, so let's hope I'm wrong on that one. um interesting team here, the Boston Bruins coming off the best regular season, arguably in league history, set up this this is a bold prediction like meatball down the middle because we can go a lot of different ways here. I'm going to go kind of the annoying route, because the Bruins are one of these teams that somehow just manage to be good no matter who comes on. And I'm going to say that Pavel Zaka, he doesn't replace Patrice Bergeron, but Pavel Zaka delivers 1C results. And we don't talk as much about the Bruins needing to fix that hole down the middle. Interesting. I'm gonna go a, a little different route. It's gonna be simple and effective. I'm just gonna say Boston Bruins missed the playoffs. That is simple and effective. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't trust I don't know. I just don't like their I don't like their team. Defense is still solid, but who knows with Allmark and that forward group is very questionable. Very old outside of Pasternak and very questionable. Um I would that that, that kind of describes me these days, Tyson. <laughs> Old, questionable, all over the place. Uh, let's move on to the Buffalo Sabers. I got a juicy one, Tyson here, so I'll let you go next. Well, I, I kind of lumped. Uh, this might be cheating.
1: Did you time. do like
0: you you combine two different teams in your no. prediction? No, okay. I kind of picked three players from this one, but but it's bold. It's bold. That's all. That's all I need. Rasmus Dahlin and Owen Power both finished top ten in Norris voting, and Devin Levi finishes top three in Calder voting. Ooh, that you know, I will say Levi as I would love to know the odds on Levi as Calder winner. Like I might that that's kind of a juicy one. He's probably paying pretty good. And um, who else is there really? Right, like for the Calder, you mean? Yeah. Like, or well, no, I just because like like the, Godard, for, like for, the, the, goalie, the big... for the starting goalie job. Oh, right. Oh, now. well, no, it's it's his job. <laughs> like they're they're giving it to him whether he's ready or not. But that would be like I yeah I wouldn't mind because the Calder usually goes to like either the first overall pick that which might happen this year, um or a goalie that just plays a lot. And yeah. if the Sabres are any decent, he's going to be in the top three. So I can I can get down with that one. Levi's 12-1, by the way. Okay. Third best odds. Oh, well, that sucks. Never mind then. <laughs> I don't know what the odds are for this, Tyson. But I will say by season's end, only the Edmonton Oilers will have a better one-two punch down the middle. Than Tage Thompson and Dylan Cousins. Oh man. And my I was going to say Cousins outscores Tage Thompson this year, but there's a chance Tage Thompson rips off 120 points. So I'm not gonna go to anything crazy <laughs> like that, but I'm a big Dylan Cousins fan. He's legit. Yeah, you know, Tage he on- Cousins one two, especially because Colorado doesn't have Kadri there anymore. Like it's spare parts with McKinnon. I, I'm feeling pretty confident about this one. Yeah, no, that's a cousin's had a like his last half of the season too is unbelievable. So if he keeps that pace up, it's going to be, it's going to be no contest. Buffalo Sabres, Stanley Cup champs. Uh, let's go to Calgary, first Canadian team in the fold. I got a juicy, this is pretty juicy too. Let's see if you can pick up. Do you know where I'm going with that? Oh, well, there's a wolf in there. Oh, doll, oh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> there, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Um, for those unfamiliar, um, Dustin Wolf is the future in that for Calgary. Uh, but for me, he's the present. I'm going to say that Dustin Wolf takes over the crease before the season comes to an end. I don't know what happens with Jacob Markstrom, but I think Wolf. I'll say Wolf over Levi. Oh, and Mr. Wow. and Mr. Wolf, Mr. Wolf, whether or not Calgary starts game one of the playoffs or they're heading to the offseason, I think Dustin Wolf is the guy in net for Calgary by the end of the season. I like it. And what is a two time AHL player of the year? For sure, goalie of the year. The dude is, he, the numbers he's putting up is out of control it's it's absurd but i'm going to i'm going to go with a bounce back candidate and i'm going to say jonathan Huberto comes back strong with a 90 point season in calgary Bad. new coach they living a new life in calgary the whole team i think they're going to have a little bit of a bounce back and i think Huberto leads the charge okay all right I mean, everything everything went, that could have went wrong did go wrong for Calgary last yeah. year. So, if you believe in course correction, uh, it certainly is a possibility. I gotta do a little bit. Um, this might be a first in bold prediction history, Tyson. But I actually have to save my Carolina pick for the end. Oh, well, uh, that's a little bit of a spoiler right there. No, no, no. Because no, no, not necessarily that. But like, it's it's tied in with something that's gonna happen later on. OK, so All right. I'll, I'll allow we'll, it. we'll get to we'll get to Carolina in a little bit. I'll allow it for me, but you can go ahead. Not Freddie Anderson, not on Ant- Ranta, but Pyotr Kochekov will be the starter for the Carolina Hurricanes in game one of the playoffs next year. All right. For that extension a while ago, and I just don't see how you don't play him. He's, I mean, one of them's going to get hurt by playoffs yeah. come playoff time. So that knocks it down to just to one. He has to outplay. And I think he does it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why he might not be the boldest of bold because it's like, hey, can you just stay healthy by game 82? Because you're going to be started after that. Uh, Chicago. Uh, I don't know. Chicago's just like whatever. Like they're just, <laughs> they're, they're, they're not a good team. I'm going to go with um, Taylor Hall leads the team in scoring. That's a nice one. It's tough for a uh, 18. I mean, we saw McDavid. I mean, McDavid had a great 18-year-old season, and he wasn't even close to a point a game. Like, it's just hard. It's really hard to do that right off the bat. And I think Hall's... I, I, I'm not going to be surprised if Hall plays the most of any Chicago forward. And um, I think he's the guy there. So I'll go Taylor Hall over Bedard. Yeah. that's a, I, that, If there was odds on that, too, I, I bet you could get pretty good odds on that for Taylor Hall. And I, I agree with you. Like, there's not really, I mean, yeah, like, who cares? But Chicago's not, re- yeah, they're not very, I like It's just basically like, what's Bedard going to do? I, and I had one with Connor Bedard, and I said he's going to finish with at the absolute most 60 points, and he'll finish outside the top three for the Calder vote. Cool. <laughs> Let's, move. I, don't know. I, I, <laughs> I know I, I just don't like Chicago. I don't know. I just don't even want to like spend a bunch of time on Chicago. It's, it's just it's boring. Um, mainly because my next team is probably my bold. Uh, it's one of my boldest. I it might be my boldest. But I do feel confident in it happening. And I wonder if we've picked the same player because I know we kind of think alike on certain things here. Um is yours about a French-Canadian player on Colorado? <laughs> it is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, might be. <laughs> All right, so how many points do you have Jonathan Drouin getting? I, for mine, I, I kind of combined them and said Johansson and Drouin both bounce back, and I'm going to say both of them finished with 60-plus. Okay, so that's child's play, because I said Drouin cracks 80. Oh, <laughs> i love it that's awesome i just i got good vibes of i mean and i like went back in his career he had 53 points with montreal so it's not like and i i mean i don't know who he was playing with back then but it's i mean it was the habs like what gallagher and Plakanitz and Excuse me, maybe Patcharetti. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like he was playing with a murderer's row of, of guys. I, I just think he I think it's gonna be him riding shotgun with McKinnon all season long, and they are not gonna miss a beat. It is Halifax Mooseheads two and I think he is the feel good story in terms of comeback, resurgence, whatever you want to call it in the NHL this season. That would be awesome. I I'm sorry, I'm just so pumped for this next team. I, okay. I, I love this pick. Well, I think we might be we might have the same one here too. Uh Columbus Blue Jackets. Take it away, Tyson. I, I wrote the my first two words are awful season. <laughs> Babcock and Yarmo are fired and Line A is traded. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I just, I, I think that they're going to crash and burn, and Goudreau and the rest of the guys are not going to click with Babs. Um, I, I, I kind of agree without, look, I, getting fired in year one of some kind of a long term contract would be, would be the boldest of bold moves. We'll see if it, it takes that. That's pretty wild. Yarmo, I could see. He's kind of like, this is kind of his Yarmo's last stand. Um, but I did have this, at least one prediction the same as you there. Um, and that was just, quite simply, Patrick Laine gets traded. I think we see Laine move on once again. And I'm kind of in the same vein as you. I, Babcock and Laine, to me, are just oil and water to the extreme. They're just not going to get along. And I don't think it's going to go well. And I also agree that I don't think the Blue Jackets are going to have as good of a season as some people might be predicting. Um, I don't know where. That's kind of fascinating. If it doesn't work, where... Line a could end up, but I don't think he finishes the season in Columbus either. Maybe he goes back to Florida, reunites, or not back to Florida, but to Florida and reunites with Barkov. That does seem like a Panthers-esque move, doesn't it? Oh yeah. All right. I just wonder I just wonder what that what's going back to Columbus. I don't know. It's gonna depend a lot on um if, if Line a pulls a Dubois. You know what I mean? Like yeah. be, if we see the shift 2.0 from Liney I don't know, but I, I'm not I'm not confident that Lyning Babcock is going to be the uh, the next great coach-player relation. <laughs> it might be, yeah, it might be a long season in Columbus yet again. Uh, let's move over to our second central team, the Dallas Stars. A little more positive on this one for me, Tyson, than the Columbus one. Yeah, um, me too. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say mine's simple. Miro and wins the Norris. I can get down with that. It's That's that's about a 0. .5 on the bold scale, but all right. It's a heavy field. It's a heavy field. It is a, it is a stacked field. All right. I'll give you that. But I'm going to say that the Dallas Stars break their franchise record for wins in a season by reaching 52. Ooh. Does that get them first in the Central? I don't know. (laughs) But I am pretty confident that the Stars are going to have a monster season. And I think people calling them a Dark Horse Cup contender is extremely insulting. Because I think they're just a legitimate Stanley Cup contending team. Um, As you have Heiskanen winning the Norris. One of the best lines in hockey and a top five goalie that might make the leap to superstardom as well. I think they're going to have themselves quite the season this year. Detroit. Negative, positive, negative for me here. Uh, I'm actually going positive with Detroit, but this was another team where I was like, uh, I don't really know what I'm going to do. I I don't really care all that much. I, I went Larkin to Brinkett. have huge years with 90 plus points each. That is interesting because I said Alex Tabrincat fails to crack 30 goals for the second straight year. <laughs> so unless he's getting 63 assists, I don't see that happening. So one of us is gonna be right there. That'll be intriguing to follow. I just not yeah, I wonder a little bit if Tobrincett was a pretty big beneficiary of Patty Kane. Not in his prime, but Patty Kane, you know, high end playmaker, things like that. I don't know. I'm kind of out on Alex to brink at at this point. Interesting. Oh, well, Detroit's <laughs> kind of boring. Let's move on. Edmonton. This has the potential for juice all over it. I'm going to go. <laughs> let me, let me jump on this one first. It, it's kind of a segue into my uh, prediction for another team, but I'm going to say that the Edmonton Oilers are dance partners. Once again, with the Nashville Predators, and hmm. that UC Sorrows comes to Edmonton at the trade deadline. Oh wow, that is bold. It's interesting you bring up UC Soros because he might come up a little bit later on. But very good. <laughs> that is bold. I, I I I struggle with Edmonton a lot. I kind of did a double header here too, and I said Connor Brown is going to get thirty five goals this year. And Connor McDavid is going to finish outside the top three in MVP voting. I just think there's, there's voter like fatigue. it's voter voter fatigue. Like yeah, the yeah, Lebron Shaq. Yeah, and that's... it's just gonna. It's just gonna be he's still gonna have a good season. I think he's gonna have like over a hundred, ten points. But I just think it's gonna be uh. He just yeah, he could this. he could win the scoring race by like ten points, and everyone's like, meh. Yeah, what a damn year for Connor. Yeah, that's not a bad one. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a big Connor Brown believer, and I'll tell you what: if Brown scores 35, Big David's gonna win another unanimous MVP. So there <laughs> is that to it. Uh, let's move on. The Florida Panthers. Is this a Paul Maurice related bold prediction taste for you? It's not, unfortunately. It, it's not for me either. <laughs> Mine's I I didn't I had troubles with this one too, and I just I I said that Ekman Larson's gonna have a bounce back year. He's gonna. I was, be... thinking, I was thinking about saying Ekman-Larson would lead the Panthers in minutes played this season. I, I think because so. Montour is unlikely to start the year. Yeah, no, it's that's just it's true. I think he's you're just in a way better situation too, right? Like you don't have to. There's not as much pressure now. You're in Florida. You can kind of just play hockey now and he's gonna he's probably gonna be on one of those power play units you'd assume right so i think he puts up i think he has a pretty good bounce back here yeah i i said minutes played i didn't say he'd be good in those minutes um (laughs) because we know we've seen in the past paul Maurice (laughs) is not hesitant to play uh guys that are not always effective a ton of time (laughs) uh but for me i went with the florida panthers trade a sam by the end of the year Hmm. i don't know which one (laughs) but I am confident it's either a Reinhardt or a Bennett. I know that there's uh, one of them has one year left, the other two big-time holes on the back end. I'm going to say that the Panthers move on from one of those and do uh, not quite a Kachuk trade 2.0, but they move one of the Sams for some help on the back end, especially with the injuries to Montour, and I guess even Ekblad, too, to start off the season. Uh, The LA Kings. I'm going to stick with the back end for the L.A. Kings, Tice. And I'm going to say Brand Clark is their best defenseman this season. I like it. I really like it. I, and I thought about doing that one, too. But doing that almost kind of puts a hamper on my actual pick. And my pick was just the Kings are going to miss the playoffs. And Dubois is going to pout again. He's going to pout. I just don't. I, the more I look at their roster, the more I'm, I just think this team kind of sucks. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if I would say they kind of suck. But I do get what you're saying. They're they're yeah, like it's not a playoff lock, especially when you kind of make a pretty bold move like they did with the Dubois trade. I got a funny feeling Cam Talbot's gonna somehow have a good year. I don't know. <laughs> like I, I, I would not go Copley Talbot, but it's just like one of those things where, you know, like once a season, some old goalie just has a, a like a, a out of their mind season. Martin <laughs> Jones. Exact yeah, like just yeah. something like that's gonna happen. Like Talbot was done for and he's gonna come back and he's gonna have like 30 wins and a 920. something something like that. Um the Minnesota Wild. Do you have positive or negative things to say? I think you're going negative with the wild. You don't seem to like the wild too much this year. I'm going very negative. Potentially franchise altering negative Oh yes, 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 yes. And we start to hear I don't know if it's at the deadline or at the end of the season but we're going to start to hear Kirill Kaprizov wants out of Minnesota rumors. <laughs> that is, yep. That would certainly file under franchise altering. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you I, what, as a, as a Flyers fan waiting for Matt Faye, Mitchkov to come over, sign me up for that where it's Mitchkov Kaprizov back to back. They both make their debuts for Philly this season. It can happen. It can happen. I hope yours happens. <laughs> um, earmuffs here jets fans but i think minnesota finds their one C of the future and i think marco rossi takes a marcus grandland type leap grandland was a bust seen as a bust i should say i think he was picked at the same spot as rossi was like right at the tail end of the top 10 did absolutely nothing his first few seasons then popped off with just under 60 points, and I think we see Rossi do a similar thing this year. He's put up great numbers in the A, and I think Rossi and Kaprizov, I don't know if this causes Kaprizov. Maybe we can both be right. Rossi takes a leap, but Kaprizov doesn't like having to share the spotlight, and that leads to him wanting out of Minnesota. That's how we can make it happen there. It's happening. Montreal. Interesting, Montreal. I'm intrigued to see where you go with this one. I I don't have a sense about your thoughts on the Habs. For the Habs, I went with the guy who went first overall two drafts ago. Eraz Slavkovsky disappoints once again, and we hear the bust word come out. The for The B him. word. Yep. Well, I, just, I I don't I don't like the way he plays. Really, he just buries. He's like he, he's almost like a less talented Eric Lindros. Where his head's just always down. He but he can't barrel over guys like Lindros. Yeah. It's a big year. I mean, he's nineteen. It does kind of feel like Montreal won the lottery in like the the same way that um Edmonton won the lottery in like a nail year. Yeah. It kind of feels a little bit like it's it's early. Kind of feels like that. Mine's not very positive either. I guess it depends how you look at it. I'm going to say the Montreal Canadiens trade Brendan Gallagher. Oh, that would probably be good for them. <laughs> I just you know, King Hughes seems like kind of like a cold-hearted, like you know what, this isn't this isn't friend business. This is show business type of guy. I think they're. Yeah. I think I think he's well aware. You know, we get out a year early as opposed to a year late. I I think I think there's teams out there that would pay a lot for him. Oh, and I yeah. think it's a I think Montreal by design isn't gonna be great this year. And I, I think they move on from Brennan Gallagher. Cool. All <laughs> right. This is I, I'm excited for this one. The Nashville <laughs> Predators always provide a bunch of entertainment with this. Very little on the ice, but with this, it's great. You go have- first, Tyson. I want to I want to save mine for after years. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna hit again on Nashville like I have for the past two years. And I'm going to say they make – I've said this before. They're going to make the playoffs, and UC Soros is going to win the Vesna. Oh, my gosh. That's so dumb. It's just not <laughs> going to happen. Soros might – I mean, Soros could. <laughs> but that's – I just don't I, – I I I, I I. I. just literally cannot see the logic in them making the playoffs. If they are going to be so insufferable if they make the playoffs. It's That's crazy. fine. Oh, totally. Yeah, like make me eat it. I don't care. Um, I mean, you could probably tell by my prediction of Sorrow's going to Edmonton that I do not hold the same opinion as you um I'm gonna say that a late four game win streak saves Nashville from finishing dead last in the West. Wow, you think they're gonna I, be that bad? I think they're gonna be awful, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I hate their team. I have have no idea. I I do not understand their offseason at all. They are old on the back end. They suck up front. Soros is awesome. But I don't think Soros is going to be there much longer. Just a hater. I don't like their team right now. (laughs) Team that is much better, much better shape than Nashville, New Jersey gonna be a little more optimistic with the devils i wonder when or if this has ever happened which makes this bold but i'm going to say the devils have six their entire top six cracks 80 points this year oh wow that is that that, maybe like the oilers in the 80s did it but that's i i've never looked it up i don't know (laughs) that's 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 pretty bold i'm also staying pretty positive and i'm gonna roll with And this is kind of like when you hear Bedard's not going to be in the top three for Calder, it doesn't mean that I don't think he's going to be an unbelievable top-level talent because I think he's going to have a similar trajectory to this guy. And I'm going to pick Jack Hughes to win the MVP this year. Oh, okay. Okay, I got a different MVP pick later down. I just want to see your reaction once I say it. <laughs> uh, oh. Let's uh, stick in the Metro division here. A couple of Metro teams back to back. The New York Islanders. And I don't know if this is even bold. Considering who would be making this move. <laughs> oh. But I'm going to say that Lou goes Lou. And the first head coaching change in the NHL happens on Long Island. Oh, And Lane Lambert does not last the season. I think Lou gets an itchy trigger finger. But I think the Islanders still find a way to make the playoffs. Wow. I'm kind of in the similar boat, but mine ends a little bit differently. And I have the Islanders crashing and burning. And the Godfather. He calls it quits? Resigns before the season ends. Oh, say it. I hope. I hope Lou just like like he's 150 and he's still GMing it, somewhere. Has, has anyone checked up on him recently? I haven't seen him in forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, he's just chilling. He's just ma- making <laughs> sure everybody shaves. Nobody's got facial hair, long hair, normal numbers. He's, he's he's always there. He's always he's like Sauron. Like he's always watching. Don't say his name too many times, Tyson. Uh, the New York Rangers. I'm going to do a Blake Wheeler prediction. Ooh, It's not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that for the first time since he split the season with the Bruins and the Thrashers, that Blake Wheeler fails to crack the 50-point mark. Ooh. That's going to be – that's. I mean, he's getting up there. It's getting up it. there, I don't I think he's going to get first power play minutes, which is where the majority of his points come. But like, I mean, forty five points, forty five points at his age with the salary they're paying him, it's not the worst thing in the world. But I, I, I think we we see Wheeler get dropped down to the third line pretty quickly this season. I mean, it makes more sense to give Lafreniere and Caco a chance up there instead of Blake Wheeler. Without the power play, I think it's going to be a it's going to be a quiet point-producing season for number 26. Well, you mentioned Lafreniere and Kako. And I'm going to say that they do get a chance to perform in the top six. But the Rangers aren't happy enough. And at least one of them is shipped out of the, by the deadline for some immediate help up front. Or on the back end. Could be either or. I don't know which one. I would assume the, the front. But... I'm saying Cackle or Lafreniere are gone by the end of the deadline, and then I think both are gone by the start of next season. Ah. I feel like I've done a Lafreniere-Cackle one every year, so it's like i gotta I got to diversify a little <laughs> bit. Uh, the Ottawa Senators. Everybody's... Well, I know it's Tyson. Tyson's pretty high on the sends. I'm going to go positive, I'm assuming, as well as you, Tyson. And I'm going to say that Claude Giroux is the new Joe Pavelski. And he leads the Sens in scoring this season, oh, beating out it. youngsters Stutzel and Brady Kachuk. I love it. I love it. I mean, I think he's good. I, I was, I'll say he gets 90 points, but 90 points isn't enough to beat Tim Stutzel's 100 points that he'll get this season. Yeah. Superstardom. And, think, stardom. and I, yeah, he takes that leap. At least top five in MVP. I didn't want to fully
1: commit Whoa. to a, a top three Whoa. finalist, but
0: I'll say, yeah, 100 points top five. I love it. I love it. All right. Our flyers. <laughs> Negative. And with, with the luck this cursed franchise has had, this could go a lot of different directions. <laughs> I'm actually going to go positive for once. By the way, I don't think I told this story. I met Torts at the airport <laughs> oh, yeah. a few weeks ago. <laughs> It was awesome. It was everything I wanted it to be. He looked angry. He was in great shape. He barely acknowledged my existence. I was ecstatic. The only thing that was missing, I was kind of hoping he would swear at me. But he did not do that. Maybe next time. Did he um, do a great posture? It was pretty good, yeah. like He's got the shoulders rolled back. He He looked like... I mean, he's not like the tallest guy, but... I I don't know if I'd want to get in a wrestling match with Torrance anytime soon. <laughs> He'd probably love that though. He probably would, yeah. He just yeah, just grappling, just <laughs> um. But I will go positive with the Flyers. I'm going to say that, and this is wild. Kevin Hayes was their all star last year. A more traditional one this time around. Owen Tippett becomes an all star for the Flyers. I like it. For those, that I mean, kind of like an unknown across the league, but I think Tippett explodes a little bit more than he did last year, and he has himself a quite fine season for the Flyers, who finished bottom five. <laughs> I wanted to just add in mind too. I, I think Cam York's going to have a good year, so he would be like my positivity pick. I think he kind of vaults himself into a top pair uh, on the rise, top pair young defenseman, but I'm going to go a little negative. I'm going to say both Travis Konecny and Carter Hart are traded by the deadline and we see a complete overhaul in Philly. That would not surprise it's bold, but it would not surprise me either. Uh, Pittsburgh, oh gross. Um I'm going to say that and this will be a very specific bold prediction. Kyle Dubas overpays at the trade deadline yet again and gives up a first round pick for Adam Henrique from the Anaheim Ducks. <laughs> What? That is so specific. Just keep that in mind. It's gonna happen. I swear if that happens. If that happens, I'll eat a full raw egg. I'll eat a penguin. Pod- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll eat a full raw penguin egg on the podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna. Uh, this pains me to say it too, because it means they're gonna be good. But I'm gonna say Eric Carlson stays at the level that he's at and finishes top five in Norris this year. I feel like the disrespect is a little too high for Carlson. Yeah, Everyone's just like, oh, he just hoovered up points on a bad team last year. Well, why the hell doesn't every defenseman on a bad team get 100 yeah. points? Like, it, like it's so easy. Like, oh, he just chased points all year. Although and no one else has done it in 30 years. Like, what are you talking about? And also, what's the excuse for defensemen that are on really good teams and don't get 100 points? Yeah, it's like, it's like I I, just I, belittling I, him for like, because he gets walked every once in a while? Yeah. <laughs> Grow up. San Jose, speaking of Carlson, San Jose, how about that? Oh, um, 1758-5 was their record in their inaugural season. I'm going to say that they failed to top that <laughs> record this year and that they are, by a country mile, the worst team in the NHL. That's I like that one a lot. I'm and I, I going to apologize because I kind of just threw this pick away. I had no idea That's what funny. the pick. I, I just did Duclair scores 30 with the wait eight question marks i didn't i gotta be honest Tyson. i didn't know he was on san jose so that's <laughs> fine with me let's move on seattle after their impressive season goes in the crapper this year i'm gonna say seattle hires their second coach in team history Ooh, at some point bye bye crap stall bye bye axe <laughs> i'm not a, i'm not i'm not buying seattle to do the same in in year three yeah i could i could get down with that and but I'm still going to say, even if they do that, I think Manny Beniers cracks 80 points this year. But he, he's a good player. They got a keeper there. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, but um, I, yeah, I don't like their team. St. Louis, speaking of teams I don't like, I don't like the St. Louis Blues going into this season. No. But I will say, very quietly, Pavel Buchnevich will hit 90 points this upcoming season. His reward for doing so? Well, we'll get to that a little bit later on. Go oh. ahead, Tice. This one's going to be a fun one. I'm going to say Jordan Binnington gets waved. <laughs> <laughs> you were right. That is fun. <laughs> Joel Hooper is going to take over the net, and then he's going to do something so, so stupid, and they're going to be like, we're done. We're, our team's terrible, and you're doing this stupid stuff, Let's you're done. And they're gonna St. Wait Louis, St. Louis does have the feel of, like, this, this might go really south this season. Yeah, totally. Their defense is so old. It's so it's, old. Yeah. Oh, well, you had your fun. You won a cup. Uh, Tampa Bay. Go a little Winnipeg with this one, Tyson. I'm going to say Mikey Asmont is a top six fixture and cracks 40 points this year. I was thinking as, about as doing president Mike- of the Mikey Asmont <laughs> fan club. He will get his due in Tampa. <laughs> I love that. I wanted. I was really thinking about doing a Mikey A-small one, too. But I'm just going to say Tampa barely, barely makes the playoffs. Last game of the season. Ooh. I disagree, but that's okay. <laughs> the Toronto Maple Leafs. This could go many different directions. Where are you taking this one? I'm going to say, I, I can't be too specific, but I'm going to say William Nylander is traded for a number two defenseman. Okay. Okay. I, I'm a little more bolder, I think. That's fine. That's fine. Mitch Marner wins MVP. Oh, <laughs> You're, you, you are the Mitch Marner fan club president too. Yeah. Mikey Ace of Mitch Marner. <laughs> I just I I I I love his game. I just like I I can't I can't quit. Like I I think I think he's special. I think he's gonna have a special year this year. Um, Vancouver. It's hard to say when you when you predict Johnny Druin to get eighty points that that's your most bold. That's not oh. your boldest prediction. <laughs> but I mean, like I I feel good. So why not just go all in? I'm gonna say Vancouver wins the Pacific. Wow. That is very bold.
1: It, I, it really
0: is. <laughs> it's I, it's borderline reckless. I mean, if that happens, then mine bold prediction's probably gonna happen too. And I said that Elias Petterson finishes second in MVP voting behind Jack Hughes. Mitch Martin. Oh, Jack, okay. I'll <laughs> well, agree to disagree, but <laughs> Pet- hey, yeah, there's a very, very good chance Petterson does find himself in that in that realm there but i kind of like vancouver's team this year i don't don't know know. i kind of like them vegas this goes back to a previous prediction i oh actually before that tyson i will say my bold prediction with vegas is that willie carlson misses is missing in action until november due to a massive hangover suffered from the previous (laughs) action during the summer um (laughs) But I, my actual bold prediction is that the team that trades for Pavel Buchnevich is the defending champs. Oh boy, he would they fit in. A, they need an offensive punch, and they get it in Buch, But it doesn't pay off as they fall to the Oilers in round one. Whoo! That is that's very specific too. I like it. I I, I went with uh, last year's one of the last year's Cup heroes. And I said that by season's end, Aiden Hill will be an afterthought in Vegas. I might, I might agree with you there. I yeah, I I think I'd be on board with that right. one. I can see Logan Thompson really stealing the job from him because I just think he's a better goalie. He just got he's hurt. A, he's a good goalie. Yeah, yeah he just got hurt. A <laughs> uh, couple. Well, one more team before the Jets. Tyson Washington. Not a lot of optimism surrounding the Caps going into no. this year. And I'm gonna kind of go down that path. I'm gonna say Ovi has his worst season since 2016. Whew. And there is not a 40 in the goal column for the grade eight. I wanted to say under 30, but that's oh, I, I think wow. that's too crazy. But I'm gonna say that he fails to crack the 35 goal mark this year. Dang. That's, I can see it though. Like that team, when I was looking at their roster today, it was just, oh, this team sucks. So, what if there was one guy who I'd have to pick to be like us, bright spot, it'd be Matt Phillips. I think he just, that's did. Never, I, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's I just thought, don't think he ever got a fair shot in Calgary, but mine's just, speaking of Calgary, mine for Flames just says, Flames out, talks about blowing it up, begin. And I just, that core is old. They don't really have much pieces to build off of. Like, they're just they're they're the banners fly forever. Like if you could define that in the dictionary, yeah. that's Washington right now. Oh, totally. like we We want a cup. Let's just do whatever now. All right, the juicy one, the Winnipeg Jets. We have hit on this in the past. Can we do it again this year? I'll give you the honors, Tyson, to start us off with your bold Jets prediction. I'm sorry. That's never a good start. <laughs> My, I'm gonna go with bad habits continue. You can't even look. Tyson's just looking. He can't even look me in the face right now. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> bad habits continue. Connor Halibux traded before the new year. Mark Shifley Ooh. is gone, and we also see one other big name moved by season's end oh yeah there we go i was gonna say this is kind of wimpy in the bold category but the 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 third big name to go now we're now we're talking do you have a name or it's just unknown big name gets moved how bold do we want to go here i think i think you want to say adam lowry no well okay well now you have to tell me This would be very bold, and I, I like realistically, I don't think it happened. It would happen in season, but if Scheifele and Hellbuck are gone, where does that leave Nikolai Ehlers with one year left on his deal? Uh, Okay, I thought you were gonna say Morrissey, and I was just not gonna entertain that. No, I was. Ehlers is kind of very quietly going under the radar right now. I think obviously just because Shifley Hellebuck taking the uh the lion's share of attention. But yeah, you're right. After this season, we'll be entering the final year of his sweetheart deal with the Winnipeg Jets. Well, it's kind of hard not to go trade talk with the Jets, isn't it, Tyson? So my bold prediction for the Jets this season is that we have a repeat of Lad Buff 2.0. I'm going to say that Chevy offers Shifley a contract extension, which is rejected. Connor Hellebuck resigns right before the trade deadline. And then Shifley is moved. Yes, it was a bit of a spoiler to the Carolina Hurricanes. And Shifley then leads the Hurricanes in playoff scoring. Oh, Man, that is salt in the wound. Stuff's going on all over the place. I didn't say how far they went. Keep that in mind. So, not saying he's winning a a trophy or anything like that, but he will lead them in playoff scoring. Uh, But I think that's the move Carolina's been waiting to make for quite some time now. I think they realize Kotkaniemi isn't going to be the answer at two-line center, seeing Heischer, New Jersey, and some of the other big boys across the Eastern Conference. And I just, I don't, I don't see a way Chifley remains in Winnipeg after this season. And I think I've been kind of maintaining this for a while, but I think Connor Hellebuck realizes that it's not always greener on the other side. And he's fine with making $10 million per season here in Winnipeg. And he believes that the Jets can turn this thing around, even after moving on from Mark Shifley. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, we will wait and (laughs) see. There's not really much else to say when you make predictions like this. It's like, yeah, I guess we'll find out. (laughs) I will keep track of this, though, Tyson. I will see what our hit rate is. I mean, we're pretty aggressive. If If we can hit on a couple of these, I'll say that's pretty good. But I'm going to keep track throughout the year, and we'll see what our what our record is on this, how many out of 32 that we get. And uh, we'll see what happens with our Winnipeg picks. Kind of in a similar mold there. Um, but, I mean, that's where the Jets have put themselves in. Trade talk is trade talk's probably going to be the main talking point all year long, and they haven't even played a single game yet. And it won't <laughs> matter whether they're good, average, or bad. That is basically going to be the discussion point after every single game in one capacity or the other. So should be an interesting, interesting campaign upcoming here. But let us know your bold predictions. How bold are you willing to get when it comes to the Winnipeg Jets or any of our other teams that we mentioned? Do you agree, actually, with any of ours? <laughs> are you that crazy? I don't know. Let us know on Twitter at Brandon underscore Rewiki. At Tyson Rewiki at Skates Plates Pod, would love to know any of your bold predictions for any of the 32 teams, but especially the Winnipeg Jets. And um, that's going to put a bow on this one, Tice. Another year in the books feels good. It does feel good. I'm pretty jet. Ja- it's going to be tough to 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 you know stop the juices flowing here. <laughs> it's a little bit late on a Monday night, so I got to turn it down super quickly. But I'm feeling good right now. Could do another hour of this. Let's keep it going. NFL Bull no no we'll stop here Uh, but thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Skates and Plates on the Hockey Podcast Network we'll be back at it to close out the week with you guys Friday morning talking about well any comments about our predictions your predictions and whatever else is happening in Winnipeg Uh, Young Prospects tournament pretty 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 good lineup the Jets will be throwing out there so we'll keep an eye on that as well as any other Winnipeg-related news items that hits the waiver wire in the next couple of days. Until then, though, thank you guys again for tuning in, and we'll talk to you Friday morning. Have a great rest of your week. Stay safe and have a good time. We'll talk soon, everybody. Peace.